we're not here to tell you not to drink. Mm-hmm. We're here to tell you if you're going to do it, be responsible about your <laughs> your follow-up hydration so you can still train. Now, if you're really concerned about performance, cut the booze yeah. completely. But if you're, if you're trying, just to, trying to get through peak, the holidays, yeah. If you're, if you're trying to perform at your peak, knock it off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Coach on Couches. Bing slouches. On a Friday. On a Friday. <laughs> Stupid IT man. <laughs> Don't ask who the IT guy is. Don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never asked about IT. Uh, All right. So today we're going to talk about um, the holiday survival guide. A get- timely topic. Yep. Heading into Thanksgiving. Getting people through the holidays. The holidays. <clears throat> I am Coach Dale Sanford. I am Coach Bryant Funston, and we are the co-founders of BPC Performance Coaching, where we specialize in helping time-crunched athletes optimize their busy schedules so they can maximize their athletic performance. Every BPC coach is trained in our five pillars coaching system that has been developed over the last decade through our work with athletes of all ages and ability levels from fresh off the couch to world championship competitors. You can find out more about BPC by going to buildpeakcompete.com. Scope us out on Facebook and YouTube at buildpeakcompete. And all up on that Instagram at BPC Performance. Sweet. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Quick note we got, uh, since we are rolling into the holidays, um, and we'll be, we won't have an episode next week. We'll no have episode. a live, uh, this one we'll be posting next week, but, um, just a reminder that our house pain cycling class the starts the following week, yeah, December the 3rd. So if you're, uh, if you're interested in that, check out hopcycling.com and, uh, yeah, get signed up. Only if you want to come out flying in March. Yeah. only. It's <laughs> a good point. I mean, if you don't want to be fast next year. Yeah. Steer clear. Yeah, just don't do it. Just don't even do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Tell your buddies, don't do it. Yeah, your rivals. Yeah. Anyone you're afraid might steal your KOMs. Don't <laughs> don't tell them. Keep it a secret. All right, we'll get to the topic of today, but first. Shout out. Shout out. Actually, a very important one today. Big shout out to, uh, well, we have a lot of shout outs surrounding the same shout out, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. One City major. Major shout out. City of Memphis, we're getting a uh, an actual Ironman 70.3 uh, October 3rd, 2020. Registration opens December the 10th. 10th, yep. Yeah, so if you, uh, you want to come and see what uh, Memphis has to offer, the venue is absolutely awesome. Top notch. So shout out to Shelby Farms for, for, for helping sure. making it happen. For sure, yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of people had a hand in this. The Memphis Sports Council, uh, J.J. Greer specifically, uh, really did a lot of work in pushing pushing this through. So shout out to him and St. Jude for coming up and, and you know, giving us a, another great reason to uh, to fundraise for, for St. Jude and and do it, you know, in an event like this that, you know, it always, between this, this Ironman and 
St. Jude Marathon. It's going to be two massive fundraising events for them. So that's awesome. And all within what? A two month span. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> some big events for St. Jude uh, coming, coming quick. Yeah. So um, more shout outs on that regard is, is, you know, Shelby County Mayor Lee Harris. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can't, you can't put on an event this massive without everybody cooperating. Yeah. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot of, a lot of people to, mm -hmm. to, to make this happen. So, uh, you know, I, with Ironman, uh, Keats McGonagall, the, the regional or regional director for Ironman, uh, was played a big part in this as well. So we appreciate him, uh, you know, making it happen. Yeah, for sure. And an early shout out to all the people that live along the bike course. Yeah. Who I know are going to be so yeah. happy that, uh, that cyclists are coming through triathletes are going to yep. be racing on their roads. Uh, just, you know, go sit out in your yards. We appreciate grab your, a beer and, uh, your patience and, cheer, on the, and uh, cheer on the athletes. Yeah. All right. We, so, we need to have an episode just where we break down the oh, we're gonna the do course. It. Oh yeah. Probably sooner. Or later. <clears throat> we'll do a we'll do a whole episode. <clears throat> excuse me. We'll do a whole episode on on the race itself, the course, breaking it down. That uh, run's not gonna be easy. The run's not gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be for it's entirely self-contained run. Mm -hmm. and we'll get on all that, but uh, which makes it awesome. Very but spectator friendly. Very spectator friendly, and uh, but it is not gonna be super mm -hmm. easy. Cool. Uh, so shameless plug here. Shameless. If you are signed up for that event, if you get signed up for that event, if it's if it's going on your calendar, uh, we'd love to be uh, your guide to make that a great event. So oh, sure. give us a shout if uh, if that's something that that's on your uh, on yeah. Your we've race already calendar this year. had numerous people like, hey, I always said if it was coming to Memphis, I'd yeah. uh, I'd get back into it, or yeah. I'd do my first. So yeah. if that's you, holler at us. We'll make sure you have a great uh, experience. So, a couple other shout-outs uh, from Nachez Libre. Nachez. Gravel Grinder. I just want to call it Nacho Libre. Yeah, no. <laughs> I did, I did like, up until the day of the race, yeah. I called it Nacho Libre. Like, it's not Nacho? So, uh, Taylor Heron, our buddy, mm -hmm. second second in the open group, had a great great race. Um, and then Lee Rustin. Lee Rustin, first overall for the 40-miler yep. uh, uh, length. So, yeah, she had a great day out there. Yep. Um, it was it was a fun event. Awesome. Shout at to my jacket, which fell out of my jersey and uh, <laughs> jammed in my cassette and ripped off my whole derailleur. Yeah, I, Bryant uh, Bryant managed to be ended up on the side of the road, mm -hmm. and what looked like a catastrophic failure of of the derailleur yeah. hanger. It wasn't good. No, no, no. The tire lever was not going to put it back together. No, for sure. <laughs> no, no duct tape on that one. Uh, all, right, all right, let's get into it. So. We're trying to we're trying to walk folks through the holidays here. We've mm -hmm. got a lot of ton of holidays coming up, and you know the the issue is always a line that there's always uh, an abundance of food. Yeah, usually health, less usually than healthy just food. The best for you. There's food. extra social engagements, family gatherings. You know that may lead to more uh, drinking. Drinking, whatever, maybe some may drinking, be getting stressed out. Yeah, you know, a little extra stress. Jams, so more travel eating. time, meaning less training time. Uh -huh. You're out of your own bubble, so like your own, like your routine is all messed up already. Mm -hmm. uh, less conveniences to train with, like you don't know where you're going. Maybe routes yep. and facilities and, and your equipment may not be what you're used to. So and just getting to and from, you know, that's it's so easy to eat very poorly. 
whether it's a road trip or yeah. you know going through airports. Um, so yeah, you can. Yeah. So what we're going to do is break this into basically there's the two things that are at play here. Really, are your training and your nutrition. Mm -hmm. These are the two things that you can jeopardize. Yeah, jeopardize your uh, your fitness or uh, power to weight. We'll say <laughs> yes, over the holidays. Very much power to weight. <laughs> Um, so we're going to break it into two, those two sections, and then we'll just, we'll try to quickly go through kind of our big, yeah. our big things. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about training first. So one of the big things that you have to do, this is absolutely number one, mm -hmm. is plan ahead. Correct. You've got to know logistically where you're going, mm -hmm. what you're going to have available to you, mm -hmm. uh, accommodations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that then you can plan on what days that you can get what in. Yep. And I would even, you know, make sure you check the weather in advance. So I'm getting ready to, you know, head to Kentucky. Um, you know, if you're if you're thinking you're gonna be able to get outside, and you find out once you get there the weather's totally horrible, you need to have that that backup plan available. So your ability to train inside, if possible, um, which is what I did. I was thinking about training outdoors while I was there, and it's supposed to rain, be like forty something degrees pretty much every day, but one. So yeah, guess what? Packing the trainer. Yeah, that's part of this. That's coming. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So plan ahead, and that way you know exactly what you can get in on what days. Mm -hmm. All right. And this is where Strava is actually you know pretty solid, where yeah. you can go and look Check and see. Check out the heat maps. Yeah, look at heat maps, and you can kind of get a feel for where people have been riding or running. Um, so it gives you kind of an idea. If it's a place you haven't gone to before, gives you an idea of where you know maybe some safer or more common uh, areas for training would be. So. That and I also use, um, you know, ride with GPS. You can search for routes yeah. and stuff that people have uh, yeah. posted or saved. I do have to break in real quick. We had our buddy Jeff Sass comment. For those of you who don't know who Jeff is, uh, besides being a very talented cook, yeah, uh, Jeff is our Elvis uh -huh. at uh, all of our local races, and uh, so we're trying we're trying to decide whether he's going to be Elvis at the seventy point three Memphis. Or if he's actually going to train and do the race. As Elvis. As Elvis. I don't know. We'll, we'll Weigh in. What do yeah, you guys think? Yeah. Would you like to see Elvis out there uh, throwing down or Elvis out there cheering you on? Yeah. If you've seen Elvis at any of even the world championship events, that's that's Jeff. Yep. All right. Onward. <laughs> that was a total, <laughs> total sideways move there. Uh, so two is the word we've said in probably 99% of our episodes, uh -huh. and that is consistency. Consistency. Staying consistent and and holding uh, holding to the fact that something is always better than nothing, that's greater a, than. That's my greater than sign. Yeah. Something is greater than nothing, yeah, for yeah. sure. So even if it's 15 to 20 minutes, whether you feel as though it's productive or not, it will pay off mm -hmm. in that particular stretch, holiday stretch. Yep. So... Well, that's, that's, we can't really say much more about it than that. Which goes into the next point, which is get it done early. If oh, you yeah. get up and get it done early, there's probably a good chance that your something is going to be a little bit more than it would be if you're trying to squeeze it in at random at some point during the day. So yeah. get up while, uh, while the house is quiet, while people are still sleeping. Um, it may not be fun at the time. You may be wanting to sleep in, but um, telling you, you know, getting up early and making it happen. You're going to feel better about the rest of the day if you just mm -hmm. get up and knock it out and especially if there's a ton of family engagements or or eating even you know oh, you, sure, you're gonna yeah. feel better about uh eating a little less healthy if you've gotten your workout in for the day 
I'm the one that like whenever we have whenever we travel for for family, I'm like hid away in a dark corner of the basement, like every morning riding mm-hmm. the trainer or or something. Yep. Um, just to just to have something have gotten something in because I know the rest of the day is going to be kind of yep. hectic. And this is an opportunity where, like, if you know you can't do as much, if you're, if you're gonna say you're on the bike and you're getting an hour where you really want to get in, you know, two or three, mm-hmm. scale up your intensity a little bit. You know, increase your your training Definitely. stress, um, and you'll feel better for that. Yep. Um, the next part would be propose some family activities, outdoor fun. Yeah, that involves yeah movement. So if you have you know, if you if you have a family that isn't as active as you are, mm-hmm. um, maybe just propose a hike or yep. you know a long walk or something like that. Um, to where you know, if you know there's you're not going to get anything in that day, that there's at least some physical activity built in somewhere. Exactly. You know, yeah. if you're like like what we're trying to do on on Thanksgiving, and a lot of people do this, is do the like whatever local. Turkey trot. Yep. I mean, that's a built-in race effort, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, even if you don't race it, but yep. run it with your family or whatever, mm-hmm. it's still a built-in effort. And you can, even if the place you're going to doesn't have that, find a loop and, yeah. and do it with your family. You know, make it a make it a family event and uh, do your own two-mile or three-mile or four-mile yeah. turkey trot or tofurkey trot yeah. for the vegans in the house. Yeah, that was number five, actually, was, was signing up for a holiday event because mm-hmm. this could be it could be later it could be christmas it could be you know uh december holiday um there's holiday events everything i mean usually on the day before day after or day of mm-hmm. there's a holiday 5k oh, for sure, ride yeah. whatever so yeah, if you're in the memphis area <laughs> yeah, but yeah you've got be, opportunities be on the lookout <laughs> for that turkey try or ugly sweater run and yeah you can find it uh and then i guess we'll get I'll, I'll, i'm gonna hold off i was gonna talk about post race uh food and beverages like nog? but we'll, we we'll be nog? talking we'll about be, nog already we'll be talking about nutrition here in a second <laughs> uh <laughs> so, so one thing is uh don't like uh we, we were talking about earlier, Brian was saying he's going to pack his trainer. Yeah. I do that every single, anywhere I go. I don't mm-hmm. care if, if, uh, you know, if I have looked at the weather, my trainer's going to go with me everywhere. So don't be afraid to pack like all the gear you need or might need. You know, your, your family may look at you funny. You can leave some of it in the car so it doesn't look like as much. Yeah, just take it out in stages. Yeah. Pack it in multiple bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pack a bike bag, uh-huh. pack a swim bag, but just, just pack it. Like pack as much as you might need so that you have fewer excuses to not get in mm-hmm. to any training at all. Uh, you know, and if you know that you're not going to have who pain, pain train. train. Choo, choo. If you know that you're not going to have like specific accommodations to do something like swimming and like that's fine. Yep. But just pack what you need so there's fewer excuses not to run or to ride. You know, the trainer is just a big one. I mean, that's the one for cyclists or triathletes. Oh, sure. If yeah. you're going somewhere, yeah, it's kind of bulky and heavy and whatever, but you can find a spot for it in the car and, and bring it. If you're flying, it's maybe a different story. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Um, you could maybe find find one locally. You can borrow from a buddy or a family member or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's, there's always options to bring yeah. as much as you can to give yourself fewer excuses that's the real goal there exactly and especially if time is going to be a limiting factor 
like it's winter time, it's colder, you know, you, you can spend 15, 20 minutes getting all your gear ready to get out and go ride outside. Oh yeah. Whereas easily. if you got the trainer already set up, the bike's already on the trainer. That's all you gotta do is thing. throw on, throw on your bike shorts or bibs and you know, you're on the trainer and, and you can, you can get in a quality hour or quality 45 minutes that would take you, you know, hour 15 plus yeah. if you're riding outdoors. And one other thing is, is, is make, you know, don't be afraid to do some cross training. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we did a whole episode on. Yes. So cyclists, I'm gonna, I'm if, you haven't, here. if you haven't <laughs> run yeah. before or in a long period of time, go back and watch the episode or listen yeah, the to the cyclist episode. guide to running is to the, the episode guide to running. Yes. So watch that first, but be prepared to do some cross training. Mm-hmm. And the one, the one thing I will put in there, the big point from that episode, if you're a cyclist and you're trying to incorporate some running, like just because you do, you can't ride a bike, do it like as a walk run. Don't, don't think no, Dale, you, go out there and do an hour. Yeah. You're going to ride an hour. You go out there and run hard. Just one hour, one straight hour of that was sarcasm. Moderate to that high was sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just do yourself a favor. Do it as a walk run. You may even, I wouldn't recommend an hour straight out the no. box, but you know, if you're not going to listen to any mm-hmm. other thing, it would be just make it a walk run, take the intensity down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Better yet, keep it on soft surface. And if you would like a uh, body weight only uh, strength training video that we have shot, uh, shoot a message or, or probably private message us or something or, or comment, and we'll send you a link to our. Uh, our go anywhere body weight only workout 45 minutes long yeah, knocked do, out a few times we do actually no excuses answer our own emails so mm-hmm. coach or couch coach or couch at at buildpeakcompete.com buildpeakcompete you can ask questions you can uh, and we will answer them mm-hmm. um yeah so don't be afraid to do some cross training um for um for some people like if if you have swam before but you like kind of went to cycling. There's a lot of people that we run into. That we're triathlete at one point or focused on triathlete. So they're always a triathlete. You're one for life. Mm. But focused on tri- triathlon for a while and then kind of moved to cycling because it was just more convenient or running more convenient. Just don't be afraid to like jump back and do some swimming or do some if that's what's of available, the yeah. other low impact sports that, um, you know, that if that's available to you, then mm-hmm. do it. You know, if you do a spin class, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> But, you know, don't be afraid to get out the box and do something other than the main sport you focus on. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the other thing, we'll, the last part we'll put in here on training is if it's, like, physically impossible, which... It's you not. Know, if, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Let's face it. Like I said, but if, shoot us a message and we will send you yeah. the body weight only workout, which can be done in this much space. Yeah, you could do it on your couch, really. Yeah. Standing up on your couch. <laughs> Um, if it's impossible, you know, don't be terribly hard on yourself. Um, but then you just have to be a little bit more cautious. If we're really thinking about conserving fitness and managing weight and power to weight and all that good stuff, you're going to have to be a little bit more sabotaging yourself. Yes. A little more cautious on the nutrition side of things, which is, which is a perfect segue into our nutrition side of the, of this talk. Something else I'll say, if, if you're someone that you know, you're not going to get much in, you need to plan around that in advance. So when we when we're chatting with our athletes, it's like, okay, 
Is it going to be a bigger week for you? For some people, they're going to have a bigger oh, yeah. week in th- uh, going into Thanksgiving because there's, there's time. Time off work. Exactly. Yeah. There's yep. a, there are a lot of people that train more on vacation weeks exactly. than they will all year. So, But if that's not you, if you're someone who falls into that point eight we were just talking about where you know you're not going to get much, you need to plan that as an unload week then, one of yep. your recovery weeks, which means you need to be doing a bigger week uh, prior. prior to that. Yeah, a lot of, like, and I know we've said this before, like, a lot of, like, when we're planning ahead on somebody's training, um, I always take a uh, a vacation week, if not specified otherwise, like, I'm going to get in a ton of training this week, that's always a recovery week. Mm -hmm. And that way, there is less less stress to do um, big training loads. But you can take advantage of some of the uh, family time, downtime. Um, but we just make sure that you are getting in the the an, enough training load to, a couple weeks before to exactly. make to justify that exactly that yeah. down week. Yeah, then so, you won't feel bad about not doing as much. Yeah. So um, now the segue. Yeah. So nutrition, nutrition side of things, we're we're cruising along here. So again, plan ahead. Point one for wow. training and point number one for nutrition. Yeah, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Know what's going to be available. Pack your pack snacks I know, for your road trip. I know that when I go on family vacations... I'm looking forward to hearing this. There's, there's going to be a lot of things I would not normally eat mm. uh, available. And it's probably going to be the majority of what's available mm-hmm. is not out of my... Not in my normal wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just roll with the punches here. But if I'm really trying to like manage weight and all that stuff, I will physically bring food, mm-hmm. uh, or I'll br- like, or I will offer this is kind of point two when we're doing like a family dinner, Molly and I will offer to make something for that dinner and we're going to make what we'll actually eat. Uh-huh. A healthier yeah, like an, a healthier version a healthier or like option, a, yeah. a vegan or ve- vegetarian mm-hmm. version yep. of something and that way it's enough for everybody. They can try it and but we have enough for us to get full on. Exactly. And that's the uh, key, yeah. So have we d- something that's healthy, and we're gonna kinda talk about this here in a minute, but have something healthy that you can do most of your filling up on, or you know, eat eat something healthy prior to the big meal, and then you aren't gonna need to eat as much during. Yeah. <laughs> so, or or you're going to double up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally gorge yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, planning ahead, uh, you know, and then, again, so if you know if you're going to go out to eat, if you're going to be going out to eat, you know, you can investigate the restaurant mm-hmm. and say, okay, what what is at this restaurant that I, I can eat or w- want to eat or how can I modify some things, mm-hmm. you know, just to make, you know, to make it a little bit healthier version. Yep. Um, there's, you know, there's obviously a lot of temptations surrounding holidays for less than healthy options. I'm not saying you should completely, uh, you know, uh, just moderate. Yeah. Not like, we're not saying eliminate. Yeah. Don't like, and you have to be perfect. No, yeah. You don't have to be case. perfect, but there's no such thing really. If you're, we don't have cheat weeks. There's not a cheat week. <laughs> cheat meal is one thing. <laughs> cheat meal, yeah. A cheat, cheat week. Cheat week is, uh, yeah, the big thing here is we don't want you to, to get through Thanksgiving, through the winter holidays, hit January 1 and realize you're 12 pounds heavier 
than what you were before all of that started because it takes a lot of work to get 12 pounds off for most people. Um, and, and we don't want you having to try to lose a ton of weight as you go towards the start of your season. You know, it's going to be, you should be fueling yourself properly to, uh, to train hard. Yeah. And if you're busy trying to restrict calories, um, that's what we're trying to avoid here. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you come back from the holidays, you know, and this may not be a concern for everybody, but if you're, if you come back from the holidays and you are like 10 pounds heavier, uh, starting in January, that's easily, if you do it the right way, easily five to six week period of just taking At that least. weight off. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now you can, now you're coming close into, uh, you know, more riding season, racing season, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's, I kind of more ideal to try to manage it during exactly. the holidays. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to focus on that. That doesn't have to be a huge focus at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. Yep. Moder- moderation and not sabotaging yourself. So point three with moderation I mean, it's, it's all moderation, right? Mm-hmm. Is watching the booze. The cows can quickly stack up. Quickly. Um, so our suggestion is what, Brian? Just straight grain alcohol. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> avoid, uh, avoid the calorie. Straight. <laughs> avoid, the, avoid the calorie, <laughs> calorie heavy chasers. Uh, yeah, watch those mixers. <laughs> watch the mixers. <laughs> Oh, man. No, that's not the no. recommendation. No. Just Everclear. Just go with yeah. Everclear. Uh, yeah, just, you know, moderate mm-hmm. the alcohol intake. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're into those, if you're into to fancy beers and stuff like that. Dale and I do like those have, uh, some fancy beers Those have a little, few more calories than your average uh, Micultra. You will so. be surprised. <laughs> and that's kind of the big thing. Like, know what you're, kind of get a feel for how much you're putting in. Like if you drink four or five, 200 cal beers or more than that, you know, that's, that's, that's a lot of calories stacking up. It is. It, uh, it will, it'll add up quickly. And this also goes in line with the point three from, from training Mm -hmm. tendency is if you're doing a bunch of boozing, Mm -hmm. the chances of you getting up early to get your training in diminish fairly quickly. Yep. Real quickly, actually. Very quickly. <laughs> it's very easy to start uh, making excuses. So if not you have a uh, brother-in-law that is a really bad influence on you. <laughs> or if you are that brother-in-law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back it off, man. Just mm. let everybody get their training in. <laughs> All right. Onward on nutrition. Onward. So the one, uh, other thing, like we... I kind of have uh, this thing I call like, it's basically the one plate rule. Like you just say, hey, I can mound this plate. <laughs> Generally, if you're eating vegetarian or vegan, you you get very into food mounds. Oh, yeah. So like mounder. You're just, you just take a lot of mound and mix. veggies and mm-hmm. rice and beans and stuff like that, and you end up mounding it. Mm-hmm. And like my one plate rule is I can have whatever on this plate. As long as the majority of it is veggies. Some healthier. Yeah, healthier uh, options. And then just not go back. Like, you get one plate. And if you, like, honestly, this is, I'm totally guilty of this, (laughs) is if you eat it slow enough, you will likely get full on that one plate. Mm -hmm. But the tendency is when you get around other people and there's, like, a limited amount of that uh, sweet potato pie... (laughs) 
and it tastes so good. <laughs> you you get into competition like uh-huh. dogs at a mm-hmm. at a food bowl, and you just start. <laughs> Sound like BMX. <laughs> Got dogs barking in the background. Yeah, uh, yeah. So eat it a little bit slower. One plate. You can mound it as long as you you keep the good stuff as the majority. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll say veggies. Yeah. Keep it keep it as fresh veggies. Your nutrient dense. And then like foods. and then, you know, then you can kinda if you if you're if you eat meat and stuff like that, put that on a smaller section of the plate. Uh that and desserts and stuff like that. And fit it all on one plate and and then just don't go back for a second one. Yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest thing is not going back for more. Like you're gonna be full. Like I mean the flexibility part of this is you like, still have one whole plate. You could have this plate to fill and if you want to fill it i know what people are thinking right now like they didn't say what size plate yeah a normal turkey bladder yeah <laughs> a normal plate bladder. not a bryant funston salad bowl yeah oh i'm doing the salad bowl <laughs> uh another tip like with that make sure you're you're high staying hydrated i know we talked about watching the booze yeah. but um you know it's easy if you drink some water before your meal it's going to help fill you up a little bit so you're not going to want to eat as much but just be aware of like eating to being full, not eating to see how much you can eat. You can pile in. Yeah. 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 So like this is this was one of the points on here is staying hydrated, you'll you'll tend to eat less. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll also be more hydrated and feel better in the morning when you get up to knock out your training. Mm-hmm. So that it's a huge one. You know, make sure that you're even if you're drinking alcohol. Cycle in the water, cycle in the fluids uh, so that you can stay hydrated because especially even over like a week period, let's just say you're, you're, you're getting at it <laughs> during the week and you're drinking every day, like you're, cr- you're getting chronically dehydrated over several days and likelihood by, the, by like Thursday, Friday of the weekend, you're going to be useless mm-hmm. uh, because you're slowly just dehydrating yourself over multiple days. Yeah. So keep the fluids coming in mm-hmm. and keep the electrolytes coming in. If you are training and you are, you know, drinking, uh, I know we're, we know, we I know, know we're going back to that a lot, but, uh, there's a lot we of know endurance it's gonna athletes happen. who train so that they can drink and eat. Yeah. So. We're, we're, <laughs> like, we're not here to tell you not to drink. We're mm-hmm. here to tell you if you're going to do it, be responsible about your, <laughs> your follow-up hydration so you can still train. Now, if you're really concerned about performance, cut the booze yeah. completely, but if you're, if you're trying, trying to, perform to get through peak, the holidays, yeah. If you're, if you're trying to perform at your peak, knock it off. Exactly. But yeah, for the holidays, we know it's going to happen. So just watch the hydration. It, it will. You'll be surprised maybe mm-hmm. at how much better you feel in the morning and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So this one plate rule, um, I'm you know it's a normal plate. I'm I'm mounted up, but I just. Normally, if I eat it slow enough, I don't. I'm full anyway, so yeah. it's not a not a big big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, you know, there's all kinds of sweets, lots of you know stuff like that. Um, this kind of goes back to like offering to bring something to a meal. If you like know that you have a sweet tooth, like myself, uh, and you can like make something that's maybe not as a healthier, a healthier sweet version of something dessert option. Make that your offering. Yeah. Bring it, you know, bring something um, so that you don't feel so bad for mowing down on mm-hmm. 
some pie or cake or whatever afterwards. Um, but obviously watch the desserts and that doesn't mean watch them enter your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually written down on the, uh, the prompter board over here. <laughs> Don't watch it go into your mouth. So, uh, obviously what we're talking about here, and this is kind of, uh, one of the last points is you're just scaling your intake really. So you, you're, you're, if you know that your training volume is going to decrease, mm -hmm. your calorie burned is going down. Yep. Yep. You're going to decrease your, uh, amount of intake. If you are one of those people who's getting in 15 hours of training on a vacation week, you can eat a little bit more and probably should mm -hmm. to sustain the training. Yep. But just think of it in terms of, okay, on a normal week, this is what I would eat yep. with my normal training load. Is this above or below that? And so should I dial it down or mm -hmm. can I afford to, you know, eat a little bit more? Yep. Splurge uh, a little more. Yeah. yeah. I think the biggest issue that people get into is if it is, you know, any one meal is not going to make or break this whole thing. It's the consecutive yeah. days of yeah. poor decisions yeah. that add up and can get you, you know, you leave for your trip on a whatever day it is and you show up back home and you're, you know, six pounds heavier. It's not uncommon. And that's not because of any one meal. That's a yeah. compilation of stuff. Yeah, I know it sounds like we're probably like shaming people who go on vacation and just eat crappy on thanksgiving mm -hmm. day but that's not the point like no it's just is... to moderate it and if you have on you know on thanksgiving day or christmas day or whatever holiday that you're celebrating if you do eat like garbage on that one day it's not going to make or break your no your not weight. at all but it's if you do it for a week it's going to happen. And and it's when you do it over Thanksgiving and then you're like, ah, oh, well, you know, my Christmas is coming up, for example, like, and you continue the crappy eating yeah. oh, all the way through Christmas. Yeah, and now it's it's the, instead of a one meal, it's uh, six weeks and yeah. New Year's Day hits. It's really the culmination. Like you can't like, keep you are, habits. if you gain weight and lose fitness over the week of, of a one week of a holiday, Thanksgiving, and then you do the same thing over the week of Christmas you've done yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily, don't think of it as a, as a, uh, um, in micro terms, as in this one day yep. I messed up. It's not that it's, you just have to, you're trying to get through this whole stretch realistically. That's Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, you know, getting past those stretches yep. that, uh, you know, there's a couple weeks in there that could really set you back mm -hmm. if you're, if you're not moderating it a little bit. And yeah, it's, it can be hard to get back into a routine, you know, so you get out Gosh, of the routine the and then part, you right? start going, uh, okay, well, all right, that was bad. But, and then you don't get back into the routine and then you're like, okay, well after that's Christmas, the worst part Monaco, because you get out of the routine. Once, it, once New Year's hits now, I'm, now yeah. I'm going and that's why resolutions tend to, you know, like everyone's got Fall a resolution that hasn't stuck with a good consistent plan leading up to that. Because they feel they need it by that point. We we don't want you to get to that spot feeling like you yeah. Need it. Starting over is the worst because yep. you uh, you have this mindset that you should be fitter, you should weigh less. You you know, and then you start going back after not being consistent, and you're sore, mm -hmm. or you're more tired, or you feel crappy in all your workouts. So you get you get on negative on yourself mentally. Mm -hmm. 
and then you know it's downward spiral from there yep. it's it's just a harder it's way harder to start back up than it is to just keep it rolling oh exactly stay consistent and that's and why yeah consistency something is better than nothing like keep that going keep the flow going even if it's not as much as you'd like you're going to keep the routine and it's going to be so much easier to get back into it once you get back home and things are normal again yeah for sure q all right what do we miss weigh in yeah if you let have any tips what we missed uh some let us know over there? We got some comments about the size of plates. Mm. How about a 20-incher? 20-inch plate. 20-inch plate. <laughs> People are going on Amazon right now looking they're going to bring their own plate to Thanksgiving. Uh, Jeff says, eat to satisfaction, but not to, f- to, not to fulfillment. <laughs> he said, but I don't practice that. <laughs> it was a sass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All this. Yeah. So next, the next episode, which will be in december mm. uh since we're, we're going to be both gone next week we're going to be talking about uh a very a topic that we get asked about probably weekly and it seems pretty simple but people struggle with i mean we're gonna be talking about how to get your butt out of bed in the mm. morning mm-hmm. how do you start a routine uh of getting out of bed and getting your workouts in early i mean statistically people who do it they hit their workouts they're consistent the most consistent people i coach are the ones that get up early and do their workouts mm-hmm. so we're going to be talking through uh how to start that type of a routine mm-hmm. um it's not easy mm-hmm. so but we'll get into it uh in a couple of weeks so if there's nothing else we appreciate you guys hanging out listening have a great watching. thanksgiving week have a good thanksgiving and uh we'll catch you guys next time Peace. Adios.